So welcome to the special edition of the Expert Edge where we're focusing all on social media. I know that it's definitely been a topic that a lot of our audience have been interested in and we always get great response when we talk about building your social media platforms because obviously it's one of the best ways to get leads and today is no exception. Uh, today I'm going to be interviewing one of my really good friends. His name's Alejandro Reyes and when you get to hear him, like his energy is insane, but he's also a genius. Uh, he runs a company called Digital Napkin and really they specialize in influencer marketing, helping experts, coaches grow their businesses. And I've worked with him and seen some amazing results. Uh, I know that he's had experience in scaling up businesses. He was working in a startup, scaled it from $10 million to $100 million in under two years. And he's helped a lot of myself and my friends do really, really successful launches. And today, we're going to be talking uh, really about what's working in Instagram, Facebook marketing. We dive deep into the philosophy of a brand and how to build a brand on social media. And we talk a lot about video because I think video is going to be such a key area for you to be leaning into. And with all the changes that are happening in Facebook, uh, building an audience, a really custom audience for you to be able to target and retarget is going to be crucial. And we talk about how to do that on this podcast today. So you're going to gain a ton of value. Make sure you got a notepad and pen if you aren't running or if you are running, I'm, I'm sure you're going to take some mental notes. But it's a great conversation. Alejandro is a fantastic guy. And I hope that you enjoy this episode of the Expert Edge social media edition. And uh, as always, if you aren't subscribed, make sure you subscribe. We'll talk soon. You are listening to the Expert Edge podcast. This is the place where experts come to command the stage, position themselves as authorities, and scale their business up. Get ready to access your next level of potential with your host, Colin Boy. So Alejandro, welcome to the Expert Edge, brother. Yo, yo, it is a, man, it's a pleasure to be here. Um, big fan. Uh, I learn a lot from the podcast and super pumped to be here with your friends, man. Yeah, you have actually texted me a few times from the podcast. So it's good yeah. to have you on here, brother. No, it's been great, man. Um, I really wanted to bring you on. And obviously, the listeners heard my intro for you prior. But I really wanted to bring you on because I think you're such a smart dude when it comes to strategizing brands and building uh, like an authority piece for being an expert and a coach. And, and it's such a, it's becoming more and more such a flooded market, you know, because obviously there's a generally a low barrier to entry. And I think that this conversation is going to be really helpful for people to start to position themselves in the market on social media and uh, using, using social media platforms to build their brand. So I guess when we kick off, I'd love to know what's your philosophy of how you think about building a brand for a personal brand? No, I think that's a great question because that's, that's really where, where you start. Any good expert business, course creator business, there's three things you need. You need to build a personal brand. You need a brand. You need some leads and then you got to close those leads. And most marketers, most experts, I find them focusing so much on the last two and they, they kind of leave brand up to the market's decision. And the only time people really see them calling is when they're running ads, promoting their courses and their programs. And so, uh, so my philosophy is, is you gotta build brand because it's so noisy out there. It's just so, so much more competitive than ever. And it's becomes a daunting task and your confidence is wrapped up of, man, it's so noisy. Why should I even start to sell a course when 
everyone else is out there. And the way that it's worked really well for us is, is through building trust. And, and the fastest way I've known to build trust is combining strategic content with Facebook advertising. It's been one of the best ways to build bond, to build trust, um, to build resonance with your perfect and ideal audience. So when you say strategic content, and Facebook advertising. Are you saying using strategic content through Facebook advertising? It's not separate. No, it, it, you know, content that lives on Facebook. Um, and I love video. Video content's mm. powerful. Facebook uh, recently said, hey, content, video content over three minutes, they actually reward. And so we kind of want to use those clues uh, to gain some trust um, from Facebook. So content, the content that you produce is kind of like the fire, right? You have, you have some good content, but I kind of like, I look at Facebook advertising and even Instagram because Facebook owns it. I look at that as the gasoline that really spreads the wildfire going after and finding your perfect audience. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. So when you're thinking about starting to, or actually I'd love to know, what is a brand in, in your own definition and mm. mind? What is a brand and, and why talk to me more why that's so important for personal brands to build as opposed to just running ads straight to a webinar or something like that? The problem with doing just that is um, if you're not good with your math, um, running ads becomes an expensive hobby, an expensive habit. And so if, if you don't have your offer dialed in and, and, and so for me, um, I've never been the best copywriter, um, but I've always um, loved uh, using content, uh, video content to, to build trust because people get to see your physiology, your tonality, they get to see your excitement, they get to see in your eyes and they get to your perfect audience is going to know within three to five seconds if, man, I, I'm going to continue to watch what this person has. And for me, brand, it, there's so many definitions of it. And, and I really like to think it's not only what people think in their mind about you, what's the, what's the words, what's the ideas that, that come to mind, but it's also how they feel in their gut and in their heart. So it's like, oh man, Colin, he's an amazing speaker, but man, that guy, man, the way that he is with people, you know, you know so, so it's, it's not only just what people think about you, it's also how they feel about you. It's that kind of your personality or um, your reputation to people, what they think in, in their mind. And I just want to get deep into people's minds, Colin. I want to get deep into their hearts as well. And I think if you can use strategic content and video content, I think you don't have to be an amazing copywriter. I think that you, I think it just works out so much better with video content in my mind right now with what everything that's happening in marketing. Yeah, absolutely. So, so you, you were talking about Facebook loves something over three minutes, video content uh, uh, it helps you to resonate with your audience and they get to know you and they're like, they start to get a feeling for you of like, do I get that? that connection, that, that uh, fabric feeling that I have with a person or do I not? So it's like you're, you're either connected or you're not. So I, I do, I love this. I love this. So what do you think are some of the biggest mistakes that people make from a social strategic perspective 
you know, as a coach, as a speaker, as a course creator? Yeah, it, it's really easy. It's the biggest one and it's tied into building a brand and what you're becoming known for. If the, if the only time someone ever sees you is when you're promoting your launches in your webinar and the only time they see your ads, then then you're missing out big time because they say that, you know, at any given time, 3% of people are ready to buy. And then another 7% of people would be interested to buy. And so if you're just running ads, to sell something, you're literally losing 90 cents of a dollar because 90% of people just aren't ready to buy. Instead of saying, hey, come buy my stuff or hey, check out my webinar, um, we'd like to put a step before that and create content that is no strings attached, just gets Mm -hmm. in front of people. And so instead of, hey, come buy my stuff, Say, hey, here's the biggest mistake that I see people make when it comes to webinars. If you've been doing webinars for a while and you start to talk about and add value to them before then you try to sell to them. And this is like, you know, Gary V's jab, 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 right hook. Mm. And Facebook's so powerful that now if I put this three to five minute video on Facebook, no strings attached, adding value, getting in front of people, it's attracting the right audience and it's repelling the wrong audience. I now then, and I'm going to get nerdy a little bit, Facebook actually allows you to retarget and put ads to your webinars, to your launches, to your challenges, to the most engaged audiences. So to me, that is by far the biggest mistake that I see experts making right now when it comes to their online marketing and business. So that is basically not having a step before they start their their launch, their promotion. So basically they're, you know, they're 10 days out and and they turn on their ads seven days out, maybe, maybe 48 hours out <laughs> and they turn on their ads and they're like, Oh my gosh, I've got to, I've got to fill this thing. How come, how come not everyone's signing up? And it's, that's really what's expensive. happening. That's going to happen tonight to thousands of people calling. That's the thing that they're thinking about what you just said right there. So I've got this hot mamacita. Her name is Sarah Nicole Reyes, my wife. If I would have went up to her and say, Hey, we're going to go on a date. Like, that just wouldn't have fly. So what I had to do was build some sort of relationship. She had to get to know who I was first in order to me to get to that next step. And so this is why they call it a funnel. Funnels are popular these days. Well, there's a few parts to the funnel. There's a top of the funnel. There's a middle of the funnel. And there's a bottom of the funnel. And the top of the funnel is the largest part of the funnel. This is the part where you want to be wide and broad with your content. You want to give goodwill out in the world. And that's the people that you want to kind of self-identify as your perfect audience and move them down to those kind of more sales and marketing messages. And so it's a big mistake a lot of people are making and hopefully we can help them today. So in other words, uh, let's say I want to run a, a video launch or a webinar, you know, three months from now. My ads really, you're saying my ads really should be starting now for that webinar, like really just building the, you, you talk a lot about the no like trust experience. And, you know, obviously that's a common phrase, but I feel like you bring some unique frameworks to that. So can you talk through that? That's really stood out for me in having conversations with you. Yeah. So you want to move people to go from, you know, uh, you know, strangers to friends and friends to family. And I, I, I think of that top of the funnel, you, you, all you're trying to do 
is get someone aware of who you are. And we do this with content, no strings attached. That mm-hmm. second piece to get them to like you, that second piece is usually putting them inside. They cross the threshold of going from just lurker to actually on your list. And so that middle of the funnel, we like to put people on you know, lead magnets and your audience is very familiar with this challenges and live launches and cheat sheets and Facebook groups and those type of things. And, and, and then at the bottom of the funnel says, trust, the only way they're going to get to buy you is through your sales process after you've developed a level of trust. And we've got a mutual friend, one of my closest friends in the world, Sean Cannell has a video right now. I think it's got over 10 million views and it's no call to action at the end. And it's talking about personal branding. And he wanted to get in front of his audience, a wider audience. And now after 10 million people have seen it over the last couple of years, he can take hey, I want, to, I want to tell Facebook to put 50% of these people that have watched it or 75% of people, I want them to see my challenge. I want them to see my lead magnet. I want them to see my live launch. And so it just attracts the perfect audience. And that's the most important thing that I think as experts, and especially like people that are selling more high ticket you want to make sure to get in front of, for the most part, successful people versus people that are just kind of looky-loos and just going to waste your time. And so I like to get in front of people that I know are closer to the whole, closer to me being able to tap them into the sale. So from a technical perspective, like you're talking about like a video views audience, a playthrough audience, where you're actually building out that uh, so if we look at it like the funnel with the no like trust, so the no is they're getting awareness of you. The like is they're engaging with you, whether that be downloading a PDF or, you know, or just commenting or starting to watch your videos more, all of that sort of stuff. And then the trust comes into the actual sale. It's your sales process. Yeah, the and, sales and, and there's process. so many different ways. You, you, you're an expert in doing this online and offline stages. You know, people talk about challenges. There's live launch. There's phone ways to do it. So it's your sales process but that's, that only happens. It, it, it's, it's like baking a cake. You bake a cake for the very first time, calling like me. I, I, it's awful. Terrible job. I do this over and over. I, I become really good at it. Why? Because I followed the step by step by step. And that's the same way I look at marketing like a dance, like a cadence, that there's got to be a step by step psychological persuasive dance that I can get people into a state of ready to buy. I've positioned myself as the only logical option mm-hmm to solve their pain point. And, and here I'll even go furthermore is I, I may not even try to solve their biggest pain point, but I'm trying to solve an immediate pain point. I think this is important because I was just working with someone in the financial industry. And one of his messaging was all around the idea of if you want to leave a legacy in your finances, well, legacy it's so far away, you know, but most people in his audience did not have a budget. And so we're not solving the world and changing the world in one day. We're just trying to get them to do one simple thing that they can fix immediately. And that's another big mistake I see calling a lot of people doing in their advertising is they're trying to solve these big problems where, man, if you can build trust, if you just solve a small thing. Dude, that's, that's gold. It's so true because I think that there is a lot of talk in this industry about making an impact, having a message, you know, leaving a legacy, which is all great. And that's great to have that as your mission statement, but it's very hard to sell sometimes. Like legacy is, yeah, legacy is hard to sell where, you know, saving a hundred dollars a week 
through seven things you can do in your budget right away, like that's easier to sell as a, like an opt-in or something like that. Is that what you, you're saying? Like, is that a percent pain you, or pleasure? You are, you are world-class when it comes to teaching people how to sell on stage or on, on webinars and things like Zoom, especially in this economy. But to get someone to run an ad and say, hey, I'm going to teach you how to transform your entire sales career and webinar and business and six figures and seven figures you're, you're not going to get a lot of people. You may get a couple because you're just so good looking and so talented, (laughs) but you probably just want to help them with their opening. You probably just want to help them with their confidence. You probably just want to help them with one immediate thing that builds trust with them so that they go, man, if, Mm. if he, if I went out on this first coffee date with him, maybe we'll go steady. And that's what we're trying to do. Everybody's trying to go steady and get married. All we want to do is get someone to go on a coffee date with us. And if we get people, more people to go on coffee dates with us and we can show them big wins and over deliver, you're going to go steady figuratively with a lot of people. This um, that's given me an idea right now. So it's almost like I was thinking about, uh, you know, like with, with what we do. So maybe it's something like a PDF where it's like showing them the first, like the seven minute setup. So it's like the first seven minutes of a webinar these are the exact things you need to do to set someone up to stay till the end and they'd be prepared to buy. So it's, it's like a really small issue, but big issue, but it's like really specific and it has immediate impact because it's the start of the webinar or something like that. Is that an example? That's, that's an example. And so the difference between those two ads, it may, it's the difference between how I said it before versus, hey guys, Alejandro Reyes here. And, and um, in this video, I'm going to show you exactly how to crush the first three minutes of every webinar that you do. Hey, if we haven't met you, now my name is Alejandro. I've been helping people with webinars over the last seven years and have generated over hundred million. And the most critical piece of your webinars, the first three minutes setup. I call this system the blah, blah, blah. And I want to help you. And all you have to do is download the checklist at it's such a completely <laughs> different thing because it's so, it's the thing that they can point to. It's like, it's the tangible, tangible thing that's going to help them immediately. Again, we're not trying to solve, uh, we're not going to try to solve the world's problems or our audience's problems mm-hmm. overnight. We want to just get a coffee date with them. We get that coffee date, we can over deliver and then show them how we can demonstrate how we can help them with their bigger problems. Yeah. I, I love hearing you do those videos. Just so you guys know, uh, the a lot of the video templates and scripts I learned from Alejandro. So he's like the guy I go to when I'm when I'm thinking, hey, what's like a hook I could do? What's like a video you're so hook? Easy. Or- you're so good. At, you're so good at that <laughs> stuff. It's just, here's the thing. Here's the thing with Mark. And this is why I love listening to your podcast and, and your listeners just are getting gems every time because it's marketing to me, business success, it's these little tweaks and nuances. It's not overwhelming. You know, it's like, oh my gosh, I want that walk on fire, Tony Robbins. But to me, it's these little tweaks, these little nuances. And you just add these little tweaks. Wow. A couple hundred thousand dollars late. Wow. I just, you know, man, it's 1% made a massive difference over here. And so it's these little tiny tweaks that I think people that are listening right now can start to test out in their marketing. So good. So good. And that framework you just shared before the example is incredible. I you I use that. So it's, uh, I think it's like one of the, I know you've got a lot of frameworks that you teach, but that like, that's just so good. That one there in terms of the, you know, the, the future of building a brand 
and where things are going with with social media platforms where like where are you loving right now and it could be an old one it could be a new one like where are you kind of saying for people to go hey go all in on this or whatever if i had to pick one so if it depends it really depends on your business you can look at someone like man they're everywhere and i want to i want to be like that when people don't realize you know some of these people have huge staffs and teams mm. and so if i'm just starting out if i'm just starting out i'm probably going to go facebook because they have the ability to have a personal profile you can have a group for community building and i can run ads to my offers and programs and content and things of that nature so so it's just very robust it, it's still people are spending you know an hour a day on facebook um, and that's probably where i would go all in if i was just getting going now in the future i should probably have a podcast i should probably have a youtube channel but you, you just have to be strategic about it and and get your money first a lot of people here's what a lot of people think a lot of people think that i've got to do this 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 i got to get a facebook podcast and then the money's going to come where I think you got to flip that. Let me focus on one thing, get to the money, start hiring people so that I can do these other things over here. But so many people flip things. I have no idea why they flip their strategy. And I, I like, hey, let's just flip that thing upside down and focus on getting the quickest uh, way to cash as possible and then start doing those other things. But man, everybody wants all these different things. I probably should be on Clubhouse. Are you on Clubhouse? I am, but okay, I, me haven't, too, I, but haven't I haven't done a room yet, but I'm about to. I definitely like, am about to. I think it's a great opportunity. You know, the reason I love YouTube, um, and, and, and again, we, we have a mutual friend in Sean. It's great because it's a search engine. You post today on yeah. Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, unless you're advertising it, it's gone in a day or two or three days. Yeah. YouTube, you post today, it may not go viral, but over time on the back end, it, it grows over time. That's why I kind of like TikTok a little bit better than Clubhouse because TikTok, there's viral features of it mm. as opposed to Clubhouse where it's kind of like you should have an audience. It's great for networking, I'd say. Um, but when I'm looking at platforms, I'm looking at platforms that make it easy to kind of have that viral aspect of it. It's the same reason why people start selling on Amazon versus Shopify because there's an existing marketplace and audience. Shopify, you have to drive your traffic. Um, so when I'm thinking of platforms, I'm thinking, man, like what is something that one is going to last? Because as you know, we've signed up for 20 different things over the last few years and most of them have failed. I think Clubhouse and TikTok will be around, but um, I don't know if I'm going to be spending a lot of time on them because man, got to focus, bro. We got to focus. Oh, it's so true. I mean, you on Clubhouse, I, I have gone in there and had to listen to a few rooms just to get familiar <laughs> with it, but you could spend hours on there just listening yeah. to stuff. And I know a lot of friends who are getting a lot of leads and even sales from it, from doing a couple of things. And, and even the fascinating thing with Clubhouse at the moment is it obviously doesn't save. So you do, it's like a live radio station and then it's gone, but it also is like, it's just that early adopter thing. People are excited to jump on there. You've got a captive audience. It's very intimate. I think it's very, it's kind of like being able to be on someone's podcast and ask them questions. It's like, you know, not everyone gets on a podcast, right? But yeah. on on Clubhouse, you almost like get access to the person who's running the podcast without happening to like be at a certain level. So that's kind of cool. I think it's cool. I think it's cool. Here's what I would say. I want to encourage some experts. I know we're talking about tactics and all that kind of stuff. You know, I, I have a friend of mine who's like connecting right now with like Soldier Boy, the guy that sang that song, like really yeah. big 
rappers and successful Grant Cardone, like just connecting with everyone as, as an expert, as a course creator, I go, man, should I be doing that? But I'm here to tell you right now, there's always going to be, should I be doing that? That's working for that person over there. Totally. But we have to stay the course. We literally have to focus and set our own intention of what we want to accomplish for the year and then work backwards from there. And if Clubhouse or TikTok and any of those are distractions mm-hmm. and you have to be self-aware to know that they're distractions, then maybe you don't have to do them. Um, I posted last year like 10 times on Instagram, but I still get business on Instagram. And so I just want to encourage you to figure out, set some intentions and goals on what you want to accomplish this year and beyond. And you got to have the self-awareness if something's a distraction or something's going to add to your business. Mm. I like the idea of kind of what you're getting to before of, you know, having a core uh, focus or platform. So maybe it's Facebook, uh, maybe it's Instagram, uh, I, I agree with you with Facebook that the features on Facebook of what you can do with creating, whether it's a group, whether it's a, a page, whether it's a personal profile, and then the ads element with it and how it all ties in is probably the most robust platform still right now. Um, and bang for buck ROI is where you're going to get your ROI for most people. What I've seen people do, which is kind of interesting, is they jump on these platforms, but they push them back to their core part platform. Hey, connect with me on my Facebook page. That's really where I am. So that's that's kind of fascinating. One thing I have noticed as well is, um, and I know that we've done some work together, is like looking at the analytics in ads and data. And what we were finding was that most of our buyers were coming from Facebook, even though we we're getting our cheapest leads from Instagram. So that was really interesting is like the buyers were coming from Facebook, but Instagram was the cheapest leads. What's your kind of philosophy on that and how that works and Instagram and stories, Instagram stories. And, you know, cause like sometimes the cheapest leads are on stories and whether a cheapest lead is actually the best lead and and all that sort of stuff. Like how does, what's your philosophy on quality of leads and stuff? No, that's great. I, I think it's, you know, it's, it's, it's cross platform, right? So, you know, most of free advertisement and lead generation, we see most of our success with mobile. Um, mm-hmm. We see a lot of cheaper leads on mobile, whether that's Instagram and, and, and Facebook, Instagram stories just do such a great job. Yeah. It's, you know, 15 seconds. It's like, Hey, you know, I, I created this free resource swipe up now to get it right now. Oh shoot. I gotta, I gotta go to a baseball game. I could just download it real quick, but to get them to buy people need to sit down and they need to, re- you know, they want to go through your video. They want to go through your sales page. They want to look mm. at your emails. And so what I've found is that like, uh, you know, um, most of the time I see more sales. I see majority of my sales come from desktop, but we've kept them in the loop with email marketing after they've opted in from mobile. And so, and so it, it's, it all kind of works together because it's all kind of in the same place, but I, I 100%, there are times where, and Facebook is making it easier for advertisers um, to advertise. They don't want you to kind of tweaking and optimizing it a ton. Like they, they, you, you know, we used to do back in the day. Um, they like to, you to kind of just let it, let it be. And what we're finding, you know, what we used to do in the past was like during pre-launch, um, we only did mobile. We would only do mobile. And when we did sales, we would only do desktop or a majority of budget 
was desktop. Now, sometimes you got to test that stuff, but if you're newer to Facebook, Facebook's so good now that you can kind of let it run its course. But I would be thinking about the video content that I'm using in my lead magnets, as well as my sales videos. Um, because again, people are seeing me on mobile. And then again, the device is still connecting them to Facebook. The pixel's still connecting them to the desktop. And so, can you so, tell yeah. me more about that? The video on the lead magnets and the video, what'd you say on the sales pages? Like, tell me more about that. Yeah. So if, if, if I have my Instagram and my Facebook, um, my Instagram, I put my um, password and logged in, in my yep. Facebook ads manager. Yep. When someone's engaging with me on, on my stories, when someone's engaging with me on my, anytime they're engaging with me on Instagram, I can create an audience inside of Facebook called IG engagement for the last 30 days, 90 days, mm. seven days, 60 days. And so people that are engaging with me on Instagram, I can now show them leads uh, or excuse me, I can show them ads, excuse me, on Facebook and vice versa. People that have a Facebook and Instagram, if they've been engaging on Facebook, I want to now put ads in front of them on Instagram. Mm. So that's the reason I love it. You said, you said it perfectly. It's so robust. It's not as cool as it used to. Just like, bro, I just turned 40. I'm not as cool as I used. I think I am. I don't tell when, my- When did you turn 40? I turned 40 September 8th, man. And I, I still feel like I'm cool. But don't <laughs> tell my kids that, man. But I'm not as cool as I was cooler back in the day. Man, my 20, man, you know yeah, what bro, I mean? Like, we're, I'm we're about getting to gray turn 40. hair, you know, we're getting gray hair. Uh, we try to be cool, but like, we're kind of like Facebook. We're the most robust- but we're not as cool as we used to be. There's Clubhouse so and, true. you know, TikTok. And so just because it's not as cool doesn't mean it's not as effective. It's still sheer numbers. It's still massive. And so mm. for the cool Gen Z folks listening to this right now, come hang out with Colin and I. We're still kind of cool. <laughs> it's like we may not be as cool, but, but damn, we deliver. <laughs> That's true, man. That's so true. I love it. <laughs> Dude, I'm about to turn 40 as well. July 10. July 10th, man. It, it is yeah, it, it's crazy. great, man. Uh, it, it's, Who knows it's what's going to happen? How do you feel, though? How do you feel? Do you, I, tell, I tell my wife this all the time because I, I, she just doesn't laugh at me. Any jokes. Yeah. I, I, I still feel like I haven't matured past 16. For some crazy reason, I still feel like a kid. But like, um, I I'm feel just, like I'm going backwards in my maturity. <laughs> That's so true. That's yeah, what, I, what I mean by that. I feel like I like really stepped up. Like when I got married, I'm like, oh my gosh, I got responsibility, got kids. And then so now true. getting to 40, I'm like, you know what? Like, screw it. I, <laughs> screw it. I'm like, dude, I, and I can tell by the videos you're doing. Some yes. people are probably like this guy's crazy, but you're attracting. This is the, the thing dude, with people are loving it. Your perfect audience mm. absolutely loves it. Your f true friends absolutely love it. And the people that were lurkers that are like, man, they're never going to buy. So might as well just do your crazy <laughs> jumpsuit dancing and roll with it, bro. Yeah. I've been doing the uh, shoulder shrugs, the bobs. You're killing the... it, bro. You're killing it. <laughs> oh, dude. So much fun. So much fun. So talk to me about, you talked about like the three elements of a brand uh, when we were talking about, talk to me about those three elements. You're talking about the brand, the leads, the in closing sales? 
No, there was was there something else that we were talking about before? Like it was was it those three? <laughs> Maybe I'm. Like, yeah, well, I, I think the biggest thing again, the biggest thing for an expert business is to build a brand, personal brand, mm. generate some leads, and close some sales. And my point earlier was that most people focus. If you look at all the ads, just go to your Facebook, your Instagram, and it's either someone trying to that you've never heard of. Now, now that's the test. You've never heard of. They're just trying to get a lead, or they're just trying to make sales. And, and if you have heard of them, it's probably the same sales ads over and over again, just in a different way, different video, different shirt. They're not putting content in front of you. And I think Facebook is still so underpriced mm. that you can put content that you believe in. Like, I really believe, man, and this is so much of your space. I believe every single person has a message inside of them that's burning. So, like, man, if, if I could just get enough people to hear about this message, it could change the world. I really believe that. And so my thing is like, man, a dollar, $2, $3 a day, put that mm. video on Facebook and see and watch what happens? You're going to start to see the comments of people. You're going to get some negative ones maybe, but you're going to start to see your message and you may need to tweak some things and improve upon that, but you're going to start to see if your message has some legs. Yeah, and again, you may just yeah. need to tweak it or whatever, but again, Facebook is the best place to test your thesis, your philosophy, the thing that you feel called and created to do. You put that on there a couple dollars a day, man, great things will happen. You start to attract the right crowd. Mm, yeah, I love that. And I think that, you know, really when it comes down to it, to to be able to scale, you, you really have to spend money. I mean, I think it was Dan Kennedy who said, the business that is able to spend the most amount of money to acquire a customer wins. And so the basically spending money and knowing how to, how to understand your numbers and how to make decisions based on your numbers. Uh, and then also building a, like a profit margin or a, just a system that actually works is really the only way like a, really to scale up. Um, where have you seen this, this happening? Even you don't have to say names or anything, but just some of your clients, some of your examples and friends where you've seen where they've gone from kind of dabbling to really scaling? And what have been some of those models that you've seen working well in terms of the funnels and so forth? Yeah. So we, I worked before we started this agency, I worked at a, at a mobile giving um, platform that went to $100 million in a couple of years. They gave me a half a million dollars a month to spend in advertising. And, and when you spend that kind of money, you just see mm. so much and the importance of what I'm talking about, brand building. We were, we were unknown. You know, we became known almost immediately because we were putting content in, in front of people. And so one of the things we said a lot there is the thing that got us here is not going to be the thing that got us there. And so we had a client that um, very successful, very successful client um, runs a multiple seven figure business. And um, always, we just ran the ads and it's like, we're going to, you know, we'd always say, I I'm going to do it my way and do it my way, do it my way. And then I spoke at Sean Cannell's event a few years ago and this client was there and he's like, Hey, the way you talked about it at Sean's, I want to give that a try because a lot of his launches were so last minute. We ended up doing a launch for a new product that he had, and we ended up doing $849,000 and some change as a result of doing it a way that he's never done it before. And it's really hard. It's really hard to try new things when you are 
when you're successful. When you're six, se- mm. six figures, I see so many six figures. The thing that gets them to, uh, that prevents them from going six to seven is because they keep running the same playbook over and mm. over. And so if you, if you, if you are, are, um, are smart about it and get in, in, in front of the right room, spend the, you know, the right money investing in the right programs um, and coaching, you're going to learn some new things. And we completely ran that entire launch. And um, it was crazy, man, because his, his mother had passed away a couple of weeks and um, he's just like, man, it's one of the most emotional things that I've ever done. And it's literally the, the highlight of my career. And so, so my whole point of saying that is I see so many people stuck at six is because they're set in their own ways and they don't want, they hire people. They don't want to actually truly don't want to change. And so the ones that I see going to seven friends of mine, it's like, it's because they're willing to try and test and they don't care what people actually think. If they're going to fail, they do not care that they're going to fail. They go on reels on Instagram and they start doing a shoulder shrug and shake (laughs) and they actually don't care. What they care is about transformation. They care about the responsibility, the weight of the responsibility of what they're supposed to create in this world. And that's the thing that drives them versus the fear of trying something new and failing. That is definitely the biggest theme after interviewing so many successful people in this space. The number one theme that comes out every time is I stopped caring what other people thought of me. Mm. I stopped wanting, wanting to be liked. It's funny actually, because this week I dropped the podcast about how it was like three, three, basically three ways to get people to like you more. But my intention with that podcast was more like, how do you build friends faster, build connection, all that sort of stuff. It's not like to have this intention of, I want people to like me because really to go to the next level, you have to be willing to not be liked. And I remember for me, when I first started with Facebook ads, uh, and you know, seeing the comments, even on YouTube's the funniest, bro. <laughs> the comments on YouTube. Oh yeah, I, I actually love reading my YouTube comments because they are so out of context and so personal attacking of mm-hmm. me. They're the funniest things I've ever read in my life. Like I literally reply back to people, but ads are kind of the same sometimes. And so, if someone is afraid of being judged someone is afraid of really like getting to that place where or they're struggling to get to that place of going oh i want to put myself out there but they feel that vulnerability how do you normally coach people like even some of your clients and so forth or you or people you've advised what's your philosophy what would you say to them I'd say, Colin, well, tell me what's the worst that they can happen. And then they'll start talking about, okay, well, what's the worst that, that can happen if that happens? And we just go down. It's like, they start talking about it and they start putting it out and it doesn't sound as bad when it's inside your head and it just, mm-hmm. it just kind of marinates in there, sits in there, brews in there. It, it's, but when you get it out and you talk to a trusted advisor and they tell you that it's going to be okay, this is why coaching, this is why masterminds, this is why investing into yourself um, is so powerful because you can have someone to empower you and equip you and tell that you that they believe in you. That's 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 been a game, a game changer. And then and then you just kind of gotta jump off the edge. You just kind of gotta do it. And and it's almost like in Indiana Jones, there's a part I don't remember which one where he he the 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 steps appeared only when he started to take a step. Mm, I and, love that scene, man. And then and then <laughs> so and it's just good. so powerful, man. And it's the same thing with business. There's this old um 
uh, verse that says, um, you know, now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. So it's like, it's having the confidence that success is there. It's already there. I was telling my girls mm -hmm. last night. I was telling my girls last night, man, we're successful. Money comes, money's, money comes to us. I'm like, say that out loud. Money is coming. And you got to like, I'm even right now, I got goosebumps, right? Because I can feel it. Dude, I felt you, it as well. You create, as as energy, you, <laughs> you create a little energy and momentum. And, and this is why I love doing launches and events is because it creates energy. It mm. creates a, a, a motion and, and, and motion and you start to get real excited about it and, and, and you have this confidence and momentum. And man, the momentum is one of the most powerful words in business because you get going here in your mind, man, the rest is history because you're just, you're just bulldozing through those crazy lies in your head that you've been telling yourself for the longest time, those yak yaks in the back of your brain. Mm. And you just speak to those like, man, you're silly. You're funny. Man, I got this. I can do this. I'm more than a conqueror. I'm a conqueror. You know what I mean? So it's like, you got to tell yourself a different story. And this is the stuff that I actually really love. And, 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 and um, you know, I think, you know, they say success is like, you know, six inches, you're six inches away from it. Everything is in the mind, man. And you've already won. You've already won. You've already got this. You just got to go show up and make it happen. Mm, so true. I know for me, I went through a big identity shift a little while ago where I, I just decided I'm like, I'm going to start leading market leaders. Mm. And I remember I felt so stupid mm. saying that at the start. I'm thinking me lead market leaders. And then when I started walking in that identity, I started attracting different people, attracting different opportunities. You know, you started advising me on some of my brand strategy and things just really started to grow. And so, um, dude, it's calling and so calling. It's not, it's not fake it till you make it. Cause you weren't acting fake. The, the other word is it's, it's actually, um, it's actually acting as if, mm, and I did, I acted as if I was like, acting that's it. I just decided as if the person that you want to become, what would that person look like? You know, what would Colin be doing right now? What would Colin, how would Colin approach this webinar? How would Colin approach the sales call? How would so, and start acting as if, and I would venture to say that you were not a hundred percent that person that you thought of hmm. to start thinking about the way you, you just did it. You just, and, and sometimes we feel like an imposter and, and you have to fight through that man in order to just believe, man, I am that person that when I was seven years old, man, I thought that I can change the world. I'm still that kid and I'm going to become that man. You start putting stuff out in the world like that. I'm, you, man, great things follow you, man. And, 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 and just, you know, by, I, I listen to this, this, you know, podcast like this, just fam the flame. It's just like, Ooh, it's just this energy of like, <laughs> man, just like greatness coming to me as a result of fanning the flame and staying sharp. And your podcast has done that for me, man. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. So Alejandro, uh, you, you know, you're a great friend. You're a super smart dude. It's uh, so good to have you on, on the podcast and I trust the audience has taken a lot out of it. First, I've got two last questions. What's some really practical things that they could do uh, if they're wanting to build their brand based on what we've talked about today? Like, is it, should they, you know, try, shoot, should they shoot a video and boost it to an audience and start building it? Like what, what's some really practical things that they could do? Yeah. Go fail fast right now, <laughs> you know, go fail often and, and, and fail forward. And, and, and you hit it on the nail, create a video, Upload it, put it, put it to your personal profile and, and get the friend, people that love you to, to give you some encouragement. That might give you the guts to know, now go and put it on Facebook ads to boost it to an audience. 
and, and just go do it and see the response. And man, you'll be surprised. Either you're going to quickly learn, man, my messaging's off, or you're going to go, wow, man, people are actually enjoying this. And, and, and it'll inspire you to continue to keep moving and create that momentum for your business. And if you get a comment like, oh, another scam artist, you know, you're on the right track. <laughs> you're on the right track. You're on the right track. And, and, and what your posture should be is like, man, I feel really bad for that person. Like, I, like, I feel really bad. Like this person to have the audacity. I don't even have the guts or to, you know, be a, a keyboard warrior. And you know what I mean? Keyboard so it's, it's really more about them than it is your content. Oh, it's so true. I always say that that it isn't until you start getting negative comments that you're really growing. Mm. And so if you're not getting any oh, negative powerful. comments, you're not powerful. Growing. Yeah. So uh, you're not pushing your boundaries. So uh, the we're at the end of your life, brother. And literally the end of your life, people are standing around your friends, your family, me, uh, standing around talking about you, Alejandro Reyes. And, what what would be your hope that they would say about you that you represented for them and left for them in 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 you know in any way for them? Man, you just think about my girls, bro. You're gonna make me cry. Um, you know, I think about I think about um, man. Alejandro did not allow me to settle for anything less than greatness. Meaning, I challenge people you know, because I care about them. A lot of people aren't willing to challenge people and call them on their stuff. And so when I see a friend of mine slipping or doing something that, that is out of their character or somewhere there, I, I see they know they should be creating more cars, should be doing something. I'm going to challenge them to be great. And I'm going to put it in their face about the responsibility that they have to the world sharing their gift. And so for me, at the end of my life, I just hope, hopefully people will go, man, that guy challenged me to become great. So good. And I know that you live that, you know, you really live that on many levels, whether it's be helping experts bring their message to the world or having your friends really, you know, I know you always touch base with me and check in with me and, um, you know, you really live that. So uh, it's, it's amazing, man. So what's the, what's the best place for people to connect with you on if they want to connect, if they want to engage with, you know, your work and your programs and so forth? Yeah. If they have any questions, man, love to connect your friends are friends of mine. And so uh, Instagram, Alejandro Reyes, Facebook, Alejandro Reyes is my profile and love to connect with anyone that's connected with Colin. Yeah, we'll definitely hook that up in the uh, in the show notes. And hey, if you guys have found this helpful, useful, I trust you have, please leave a review, uh, leave a star review and a bit of a comment. And uh, I'm sure Alejandro would love and appreciate that. I know I do. So brother, it's been great having you on here. And love you, buddy. Uh, we'll talk really soon. You too, buddy. Bye. Why is it so hard to know what content to include in your speeches and webinars? Knowing which ideas to keep in and what to leave out is the difference between just getting claps or signing clients. If you're really serious about making your content highly persuasive, make sure to download the Persuasive Content Builder while it's still available. Go to www.persuasivecontentbuilder.com and get your step-by-step -step formula for designing and delivering content that connects with your audience and moves them to join your programs. Until then, we look forward to seeing you on the next episode of The Expert Edge.